Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm your host, Candy Creech. And today we are on the helmet of salvation. So if you've been listening the last few weeks, we've been covering the armor of God and really how it relates to protecting you against those fiery arrows that the devil sends out that can instill that shame and guilt and doubt and fear and all the things that gets in our head and holds us back from making an impact for God. So today we are going to be talking about the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit because I'm going to combine these because when I started studying them, I really felt like they went together and they were probably put in this place that way to really go together. So that's why I wanted to cover them that way. So if you missed anything, listen the weeks before. Okay, but before we jump in, I want to tell you of a few good things that we have going on that you may want to plug into. So first of all, if you are not in our Facebook community, please join us. Um, We're growing that group. It's something I started recently because in September, we are going to do a, I think it's a 21 or 28 day. I can't remember. I think it's 21 day study on the book of John. So I love the book and this is the gospel of John. So I love it because it tells us who Jesus is. If you have trouble studying the Bible, not sure where to start, things like that, this would be a great place for you to start. Because we're going to do it through the Bible app, so it kind of gives you a guide and a little devotional. And then what I'll do is I will go into that group, and I'll also teach some things throughout the month, so it will help you stay on track. So it's a great place for accountability. It's a great place for questions. Like if you get bogged down in something, there's something you don't understand, you can always ask a question there. So definitely want you to join us for that. Um, Next week, I will be dropping the link for that in the show notes. And I will be putting that in the group, the link and everything, so you can grab that and join us on the Bible app. So let's get started today. And if you go to Ephesians 6, where we have been reading about um, the armor of God, I'm going to read over just a little bit of it. It says, it starts in verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So we know what our struggle is against. That's what we have to get in your mind. And the reason I'm reading this every week is I want you to start to, to instill this in your heart, in your mind. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, about just instilling those verses inside of you. So it says that, and it says, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And that's the one we covered last week was the shield of faith. And then in verse 17, where we are today, it says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So let's just think about a helmet for a minute. What does a helmet actually do? Who wears helmets? Football players, 
Um, some people that ride motorcycles, right? Because what is it made to do? It's made to protect your brain. So when you think about the helmet of salvation, it's made to protect our thoughts, our mind. So when Satan is firing those arrows at you, what kind does he fire at you? And it can be so different from you right now in life, maybe at a different season in life than it is the person beside you. But fear, fear is one that he's going to always try to fire at you. Fear, self-doubt, doubting who God is, doubting what the Bible says, doubting what the Bible says about you, doubting that God loves you. Um, Of course, guilt and shame. You know, he's going to throw those at you. He's also going to shoot those arrows that say, it's okay if you do this thing. It's really okay. He's just, that's another part of that doubt. So he can tempt you to sin because he's instilling this doubt. So how do we combat that? So the helmet of salvation, why is that? Why is salvation the thing that is going to protect our mind? I'm going to tell you why. Um, It is because... When you accept Christ as your Savior, when you have Jesus in your heart, that is a fact. And what Satan tries to do is he still tries to tell us that that's like a feeling. Like if we're not feeling close to God or, you know, all of our feelings are more valid than the facts. And it's not. Accepting Jesus is a fact. It's not a feeling. And I I learned that a long time ago. And for me, it helped solidify that in me because my feelings are fickle. I may be in a good mood one day. I may be in a bad mood one day, (laughs) right? And sometimes when we're living in the flesh and not the spirit, then we can have pride. We can have ego. We can get mad easily at things. We can doubt things because we're just living in the flesh and we're not living in the spirit. So that has a lot to do with our feelings also. But accepting Jesus is a fact. And it says in 2 Corinthians 5, I think it's 17, it says, The old is gone and the new has come. You're an old creation, but when Jesus came and you accepted him as your Savior, you are a new creation. That's part of the helmet of salvation. It gives you that confidence. Because think of some of the things that Satan tries to tell you that's against what God says about salvation. And just, I want to say, tell me if you've ever experienced these before, but just think about it that, you know, have you ever felt that, that Satan's telling you, you are a bad person, you've done bad things and you're a bad person. And how can God love you if you are a bad person? That's part of it. But you know that what the Bible says and what salvation says is there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Another thing he says is, well, you should be shameful and guilty for all the stuff you've done and God can't use you because you've done all those things. So that's something else that that Satan uses against us. And then he'll say things like, you are so bad that you're going to lose your salvation. Because that's one thing that Satan really wants to get in our head is the fact that we have to work for our salvation. And that is not biblical. We do not work for our, our salvation. It is a gift from God. And I want to read this to you in Ephesians. And it's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And it says, For it is by grace you've been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It's a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. If you do not know that verse, if you do not have it highlighted in your Bible, if you do not have it committed to memory, I encourage you to do that. 
because this is the verse that tells you when Satan fires that arrow, it's like, oh, you better do more for God because mm, he's probably not pleased with you right now. And you have that guilt come over you. Instead of saying yes out of love for God, you say yes out of guilt because you think you're earning your salvation. This is the verse that tells you you do not. And this is what I love. And this is why not earning your salvation makes so much sense to me and like just a realistic standpoint because God knew what prideful people we would be. And if we had to earn our salvation, what would we be doing? We would be condemning each other. We would be comparing to each other, which we do some of those things anyway. But we know in our heart that when we're living in the spirit and not the flesh, then we stop doing those things and realize like, I'm no better than the person beside me. There's nothing I can do to be better. There's nothing they can do to be better or worse. Because once you're saved, you're all equal in God's eyes. Your sins are gone. He does not see them anymore. And now you're living for him, but because of love for him, not to earn your salvation. And I hope if you get, if you don't get anything outside of this, I hope you get that part. So I want you to go look at that verse. And then here's another verse for you. I'll drop these verses in the show notes. So if you're driving and you're like, oh, I want to write those down, but I I can't. I'll just drop them in the show notes and you can go grab them for there because they're really important and I want you to look at them. So the other one, so that was Ephesians 2, 8, 9. So if you jump back to Ephesians 1, 13, it says, it starts out and says, and you were also included in Christ when you heard the message of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. Okay, so now you're saved. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. And I want you to think about that. Think of what a seal does. A seal preserves something. A seal locks something in, right, where it can't get out. And so you were sealed. And what were you sealed with? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to guide you. And then I want you to go to this verse. It's Romans 8 and um, I want to say 828 because I think I've memorized that one for so many years. But it's Romans 8, 35 through 39. And I I repeated this one while ago, just parts of it, but it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's your your seal, your promise. That is why the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit should be together because you have to take the things in the Word of God and you have to instill them in your heart. So let's talk about, now that you have like the guarantee, like that helmet of salvation is protecting you, let's talk about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So the sword is the only offensive weapon in the armor of God. Everything else is a defensive weapon. And I really love that because I love to I love knowing that God has given us all these things just to protect us. And now that he's given us all this other protection, it like gives us this confidence to take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and use it because we have confidence and we can use that now because we have the shield of faith. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the helmet of salvation. We have truth buckled around our waist. We have all that. So now let's use that sword. And this is why studying the word is so important 
because when you are in a situation, God uses the Holy Spirit to bring something to mind, to bring a verse to mind, to remind you that says, wait, 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 Satan's saying this, but the Holy Spirit's inside of you. And it reminds you and says, no, that's not true. That's a lie. Remember, this is what's in the Bible. This is what you've studied. This is what you've committed to memory. So this is what I want to say about that. I know a few Bible verses, but a lot of times I know more that I know the verse, but I can't remember what book it's found in exactly. I can't remember the exact scripture, and I can't remember the verse exactly. But God still uses that to bring it to mind. And let me tell you how this works. When you study the Bible, there's like two different types of knowledge in the Bible. And if you look up the word knowledge, one is head knowledge. So what do you get when you read any book? You can get head knowledge, right? And the other one is heart knowledge. When you read the Bible and you have Jesus in your heart, you're going to get heart knowledge. And heart knowledge is transformation. It's what changes you from the inside out. And remember that the Word of God is living. So it's always, you always get something different out of it when you read it based on what your circumstances are. And that's the heart knowledge. Okay. If you do not have Jesus in your heart and you try to understand the Word of God, you will not understand it. Now, because God can't speak to you because you don't have the Holy Spirit guiding you through that book. But what God can do is if you don't have Jesus in your heart and say somebody is studying the Word of God, the only things they can understand that God will use the Holy Spirit for is to convict them of sin, bring them to repentance, and and help them believe in Jesus. They're going to get that first, okay? So if you are struggling with understanding the Bible, I want you to hear me say two things. One, always look back at the facts of salvation. Have you asked Jesus into your heart? Have you repented of your sins? Are you walking with him? Do you feel conviction of your sin? Those are all facts of salvation. So that's the first thing. The other thing is you are saved and you're like, well, I still have trouble understanding that is normal. Okay, don't freak out on me because I get it. It's normal. And it takes time to, to understand. And it takes some guidance. Like I had to have someone teach me. I had to sit with Bible studies. I had to sit with somebody else. So when you're studying on your own, I get it. It is a little bit harder, but continue that because God is going to be faithful to you. And he's going to, he's giving you things you need and you may not even really realize it until later those verses are going to come to mind. So Psalm 119.11 says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So I'll give you an example. When I was working on this, I had I was thinking about that, like committing things to memory. And that verse popped up in my mind. So when I'm writing, when I'm working on my podcast, verses will come to my mind because I know them, but I still go, now where is that? And that's exactly what I said thought about. I thought about that verse, but I didn't have the exact words. I had memorized it when I was a kid in the King James Version. So it said like, thy word have I hidden in your heart or something. But I thought, okay, yes, where's that verse? Somewhere in Psalms, but I can't remember exactly where. But see, the Holy Spirit still used that. And we have Google. We can always go Google part of a verse and it will come up and we can find it. So that's a really cool thing also. But I would say commit those to memory. And even if it's that part of your memory that isn't exactly every single thing, but you go, you know what? I know that God says when I hide his word in my heart, I'm going to know the difference between a truth and a lie. I'm going to know what sin is and what sin is, you know, and what holiness is. That's why I say um, the word is your offensive weapon. So you have to use it. You have to study it. You have to know it. 
So I have a little assignment for you. <laughs> I don't know if you like assignments. We won't call it homework in case that makes you anxious or something. Listen, this is just God work, okay? This is storing verses up in your heart. I want you to go through, um, at least grab the show notes, look up the verses that I put in there, and just go through and highlight them in your Bible. Read the context around them. Study them. So if you're struggling with studying your Bible, this is a good place just to start instead of just listening Sit down with your notebook, with your Bible, and highlight and study some of these verses and just commit them to memory, especially if you're struggling right now with Satan getting in your mind and and that doubt coming in and that fear and all that. Take these verses and just read them out loud. And when you do that, Satan will, he, he gets a little scared. Okay, so I'm just telling you, it's really important for you to do that. So own these verses Write them down and be confident in what God has done in your life. So we finish up next week, I think. I had a little schedule, and then I, when I started looking at this, I'm like, no, we need to combine these two. This makes more sense to combine them. And then we'll start our study of the book of John in September in our group and through the Bible app. So you definitely want to plug in there. And guys, if you are listening and you enjoy the podcast, like if it speaks to you, please share with somebody else and just pop on whatever app you're using to listen. If you will leave a review and a five star, it's really going to help push that out to other people. And that it's really, really important for us to get the word of God out there if this is something that speaks to you, then it will probably speak to your friends. So be sure and and send that over to them also. So I hope you guys have a great week.